All right. Hey, fam, it is Phoenix Kalita hanging out with you in the wine cellar. Um, we're going to do shit a little bit different today, if you will. This is, of course, still overtime season. You're stuck with just me all by my lonesome because William is still doing, um, you know, like these ridiculous uh, schedules and like, you know, six, seven days a week and, you know, like 80 hour weeks, 70 hour weeks, so on and so forth. So he is not going to be here. It's just me. But because I feel like I'm so behind on podcasting, I'm still trying to get ready for this Woodhull thing. I'm also trying to do like the Swapcast podcast specifically uh, for sex worker news and about swap news, you know, uh, you know, and the international news and the regular podcast. And I just feel super behind. So I want to try something a little bit different today. What I would like to do is just go through headlines. I'm not going to get into a ton of details on most of these stories um, because I just don't have the time, but I also, you know, feel like I haven't been keeping my wine cellar family informed. So let's talk a little bit about some things that are happening, right? And I like how, as I say that, my screen refuses to load, so I can't actually tell you anything about what's happening. Okay, so if you missed it, there was a man in Montana who fractured a boy's skull uh, and left the child bleeding out of his ears after throwing him on the ground for, quote, not respecting the national anthem. America. Fuck yeah. Uh, there is a man who died after he took pet insulin to try to save money for his wedding. Um, yeah, I know, right? Seriously. Uh, in Saudi Arabia, women are finally allowed to hold passports and travel independently without the uh, requirement of permission from a male guardian. That's actually really fucking huge. I wish I had more time. Um, what else have I got here? There is a Klansman who has been reinstated as a state trooper. Oh, wow. Why, you might ask? Well, because an arbitrator decided that not letting cops be part of the Klan is a violation of their freedom of speech. Hmm. So Robert Henderson was not fired as a state trooper because he belonged to the Ku Klux Klan and another white supremacist group, according to authorities. Instead, he was ousted because he was told he could not uphold public trust while participating in such groups. But an arbitrator disagreed, ordering the state patrol, state patrol to reinstate Henderson within 60 days and pay back wages. The state went to court Friday to try to keep him off the force. See, the one time police try to actually do the right shit. <laughs> this is what happens. Um, so, uh, the, uh, an attorney general, John Bruning said at a news conference, the constitution does not require law enforcement to employ anyone tied to the KKK. Yeah, basically, uh, a summary of the case for firing Henderson in March, the state patrol said membership in the KKK seriously compromised Henderson's ability to do his job. Um, but Henderson and the state troopers union appealed that and under its contract went to binding arbitration to get his job back. Arbitrator Paul Kafera, a New York lawyer, last week overturned the firing. He said Henderson was entitled to his First Amendment rights, freedom of speech, and that the state violated the trooper's contract because of his association with the Ku Klux Klan. According to Kafera's rendering, I'm sorry, ruling, Henderson was interviewed by a patrol captain, confirmed he was a member of the Knights Party since 2004, and made postings to its member-only website while off-duty. I want to know how many black people this dude has framed or shot or murdered. Uh, Henderson also said he had joined the KKK for two reasons. One, his wife had divorced him for a minority. And two, the KKK gave him an avenue to vent his frustration. That's what I do when my partners leave me. I become a fucking nationalist. Hmm. Yeah. 
Hmm. So that's going on. Um, and I like how Kafara says in here, Henderson wasn't running around in a sheet and a hood. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then added, state employees have a right to think in private what they think. Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's never just in private. You don't, like I said a million times, you don't clock out of bigotry when you clock into a work shift. They take that shit with them. So, um, yeah. That's going on. That's fun, right? Kinda? No? Maybe not. Uh, Alright, what else have I got here? I would tell you, but my page keeps fucking freezing. There was... Jesus, come on. Don't know. Not with the ads. Stop with the ads. Uh, there was a black man murdered uh, at the... Was it called BJ's Restaurant? That sounds so inappropriate. Um, and this is in... Uh, where is this? I hate when like you're on a local news outlet and it just has the name of the outlet, the WS Chronicle. Okay, but where are you located? What state are you in? I don't even know where you are. Oh, this is this is booty. Okay, well, hmm, that doesn't tell me what state this is. But we're gonna cover the rest of the story anyway because it's relevant. So, following a verbal altercation inside BJ's restaurant and brew house, uh, Julius Randolph Sampson Jr. was shot and killed by a man believed to be a supporter of white supremacist views. Now. If you're on Twitter like I am, or possibly other social media, you've seen an intake, an uptick lately of people saying, like, I'm, you know, 35 years old and I've never seen a white nationalist or a white supremacist. The left is just, you know, fear-mongering and blah, blah, blah. I don't know what they're talking about. This is what the fuck we're talking about. A white nationalist killed a black man in a bar. This is what the fuck we're talking about. According to the police report, around 3.30 p.m. Tuesday, August 6th, officers, oh, Winston, Winston-Salem, there you go, the Winston-Salem Police Department responded to a disturbance at the BJ's Restaurant and Brew House. Before officers could arrive, the call was upgraded to a report of gunshots being fired, and upon arrival, officers found Sampson unresponsive and suffering from an apparent gunshot wound. Emergency medical personnel responded and later pronounced Samson dead at the scene. The investigation revealed after the altercation uh, that it was between Samson and someone named Robert Granado. Uh, both men left the restaurant where the argument continued in the parking lot. A short time later, Granado produced a weapon and discharged it, striking Samson. The victim, known as Juice throughout the community, was a barber at Supreme Legacy Barbershop located in the Haynes Mall. He was recently married and was the father of three. When word of his death was made public, the hashtag Justice for Juice started to spread, and hundreds flooded Samson's uh, Facebook page to share their condolences. In a statement published to Facebook, Samson's wife said, I want the world to know that the amazing young man he uh, he was was senselessly snatched away from me and our family. I want awareness and justice for my husband. Robert Granado. This is the killer, the white supremacist. His social media footprint shows a person who appears to be obsessed with guns. Granado's Instagram account uh, shows several photos and videos of the 22-year-old holding and firing guns. While the amount of guns and ammunition in the photos are disturbing, Granado's more alarming photo may be of him wearing a shirt that reads Murica, Murica, fuck yeah, while using his hands to create what can be taken or mistaken as a symbol of white supremacy. While the investigation is still ongoing, so far Granado has been charged with first-degree murder, carrying a concealed handgun after consuming alcohol. Huh. I didn't even know that was a charge, but that seems logical. 
um, being charged with murder. Granado does not uh, have a bond. Authorities are asking anyone with additional information regarding the investigation to come forward to the Winston-Salem Police Department. So, you know, and, you know, none of this is surprising, right? But I just, you know, the story caught my attention because it was literally sandwiched in between people on social media saying, I've never seen a fucking white supremacist. I don't know what the love to talk. This is what the fuck we're talking about, nigga. This is what it is. I feel like I'm talking super fast trying to get through all these fucking stories, y'all. There's so many fucking stories. All right, moving along to the NRA. Yeah, those guys. Who doesn't love the NRA, right? So they have spent $1.6 million lobbying against background check expansions. Mm-hmm. Why is my audio getting weird? Sorry, y'all. This is what happens when you record live. Okay, there we go. That's better. All right. Um, and now I'm dropping shit. My bad, y'all. <laughs> so the NRA has spent $1.6 million lobbying against background check expansion laws in months leading up to latest mass shootings. One of the dozens of bills targeted by the NRA is H.R. 8, a proposal uh, passed by the House in February and has yet to be taken up by the GOP-controlled Senate. It calls for tougher background checks and gun control uh, in general and have increased... Uh, Ooh, sorry. Let me start that over. Calls for tougher background checks and gun control in general have increased again in the wake of three mass shootings in California, Texas, and Ohio, which has left more than 30 people dead. President Donald Trump tweeted Monday that lawmakers uh, could pass legislation to improve background checks while implementing immigration reform. The fuck does immigration reform have to do with white men shooting people? Uh, the NRA, uh, yeah, this is the same thing. Those were the bullet points. Do, 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 do. Does it have more? About uh, noon, the campaign, uh, Trump campaign held a call with surrogates, telling them to, foc- uh, to focus on the president's background or support for background checks, along with his condemnation of violence and white supremacy. <laughs> that nigga does not fucking condemn that shit. Get the fuck out of here. Um... The NRA, which said it exposed, uh, opposes expanding background checks, also spent $30 million to support Trump's campaign in 2016. Remember when the Supreme Court ruled that money is free speech and suddenly uh, corruption got worse because only the rich were allowed to have a voice? Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's fucking bullshit. All right. This is coming off the independent about U.S. detention centers, or as I call them, concentration camps, which is weird because I remember when the people on the left started calling them concentration camps and people were like, you're being so hyperbolic. There's a lot less of that hyperbolic now. Yeah. So more than 100 immigrants have been tear gassed by ICE while in detention centers. American immigration officials have used tear gas and allegedly fired rubber bullets on more than 100 immigrants who are conducting a, hun- a hunger strike at a deten- detention facility in Louisiana. Uh, just a day after as many as 40 detainees who were demonstrating were reportedly pepper sprayed at a separate facility in the same state. The spraying occurred at a phyllis- at the facility in Pine Prairie, where more than 1,000 detainees being held by where there are more than 1,000 detainees being held by ICE. According to a legal representative with the Southern Poverty Law Center, representing a, de- a detainee who witnessed the incident, more than 100 detainees were sprayed and hit with tear gas in riot gear. Hmm. Wow. Well, I guess it's a good thing that we're not comparing ICE to Nazis because that would be offensive or something. Something. And then this is just more of an FYI. Um... 
apparently CVS, if, if you're diabetic, CVS now has a limit on glucose strips. And they basically told customers who said, we need more than three glucose strips a day. Because apparently people who have a hard time monitoring their glucose levels, they'll test like at breakfast, lunch and dinner and then maybe before bed as well to make sure that, uh, you know, everything's the way it should be when they go to sleep because, you know, that can cause problems. And CVS said, no, you only get three strips a day. And if you don't like it, go somewhere else. Yeah, they actually told the customer who complained, who is a diabetic, who tests four to five times a day, that if she didn't like it, she could go somewhere else. So I guess... The moral of the story here is fuck CVS. Yeah? Yeah. All right. So, yeah, fuck CVS. And if you're a diabetic and you do need test strips, that's just something to keep, you know, in mind. Um, I think that might be about all I have. I'm trying to keep these short because I'm busy. I'm just so busy. Um, Yeah, like this Woodhull thing is killing me. Like, I know a couple of folks are like, know what's going on behind the scenes, but it's just, it's chaos right now. So, um, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna make it to Woodhull. It's gonna be okay. I'm gonna be back on my shit uh, next week when I get back. I'm coming back over the weekend. So, you know, just bear with me this week. There's not gonna be a lot of content going up, but I promise I'm back on the grind when it comes to Monday. So just hold on. In the words of Wilson Phillips, you gotta hold on for one more day oh hold on for a few more days i'm not doing shit till monday all right i'm fucking out of here thank you for checking out the wine cellar uh i promise more long form more william more comedy not just straight read-throughs uh will be here soon all right and as always if you like what we do you can hit us up at paypal.me slash phoenix and william or patreon.com slash wine cellar media fund do something nice for yourself do something nice for someone else And try to fucking stay safe. It's a jungle out there. 